yeah so we're moving on to the fourth prophet in the series and that is prophet hud al-islam right so how did we reach hud al-islam so after nuh al-islam allah blessed the descendants of nuh al-islam and they spread over the earth one community from them was called ad they were the first after nuh al-islam's people to be mentioned in the quran the ad of the time of prophet hud al-islam are referred to as the first of ad they were the original arabs and semites tracing their ancestry back to nuh al-islam's son shem one of the three sons of nuh al-islam the ad were a people of great power and wealth who ruled over a vast area in the southeastern part of the arabian peninsula their center of civilization was between yemen and oman however their authority extended over a large area from the coast of the persian gulf to the borders of present day iraq it is believed that during the time of ayad their lands were well watered green fertile and beautiful adding to the splendor of their civilization their most valuable crop was frankincense a precious and costly aromatic resin extracted from rare trees that grew in their area during their own time the fame of the ayad spread far and wide because of their power and wealth and afterwards because of their destruction they were often mentioned in arabic poetry in fact it is reported that a man once came to prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and related to him certain details of the story of the ayad that had evidently passed down through oral tradition over the centuries the people of ayad were also known for their physical strength moreover they were famed for their craftsmanship in stone masonry and building they developed grand stone houses palaces and temples with pillars the splendor of their physique civilization and architecture is reflected in the quran in surah number 7 verse 68 and remember when he made you successors after the people of noah and increased you in stature extensively surah 87 verse 7 to 8 with iram who had lofty pillars the likes of whom had never been created in the land It may be hard for us to imagine such a highly developed civilization flourishing in what is now a bleak region of sand and dunes but it was the adites were so powerful that it was been said that they were the superpower of their time but at the same time they were extremely proud of their power and used it oppressively and unjustly Quran surah number 41 verse 15 as for ad they were arrogant upon the earth without right and said who is greater than us in strength did they not consider that allah who created them was greater than them in strength but they were rejecting our signs during the long interval that passed since nuh al-islam's time the memory of the flood had remained keenly alive among the people of the area for their own forefathers had been the chief actors in that drama nevertheless despite this its people had lost all traces of the god-centered faith of their predecessors the beliefs and practices that nuh al-islam had taught had been all forgotten to them allah was unquestionably the creator however they conceived of him as an impersonal deity too remote to have anything to do with the affairs of human beings 
Consequently, in his place, they had set up and worshipped various other deities, each of whom had a special role or function. Unfortunately, the fabricated religion of these gods encouraged Ayad to be proud, cruel, unjust, and tyrannical. Then, in keeping with his divine plan, Allah Almighty appointed Hud to call to his people and warn, him, warn them of his punishment. The 11th surah in the Quran is named for Hud and he is mentioned by name seven times in the Quran and his people, the Ayad, are mentioned 16 additional times as an example of a community doomed itself by its refusal to turn back to Allah. As with Nuh and many other prophets, Hud story opens when he calls his people who were so gravely abusing their power and wealth to their Lord. And it's said in the Quran, uh, chapter 11, verse 50. And to Ayad, we sent their brother Hud. He said, O my people, worship Allah. You have no deity other than Him. You are not but inventors of falsehood. And like the people of Nuh the Ayadites reacted with contempt and put Hud down with insults and taunts. In the Quran, it is said, the eminent ones who disbelieved among his people. Indeed, we see you in foolishness, and indeed, we think you are of the liars. Hud replied, O my people, there is not foolishness in me, but I am a messenger from the Lord of the worlds. I convey to you the messages of my Lord, and I am to you a trustworthy advisor. Hud pleaded to his people over and over again, Will you not fear Allah? Indeed, I am to you a trustworthy messenger. Again, he says, Then do you wonder that there has come to you a reminder from your Lord through a man from among you, that he may warn you, and remember when he made you successors after the people of Noah and increased you in stature extensively. So remember the favors of Allah that you might succeed. Chapter number 7, verse number 69. The chiefs of Ayad responded with a chorus of opposition and enmity against Hud undermining any influence he may have on their society. In spite of being familiar with the account of the flood, they were unwilling to acknowledge the similarities between their situation and that of Nuh They refused to consider giving up their false religion, with all the advantages it gave them. They put Hud down with every argument, logical or illogical, they could think of to defeat and humiliate him. Their prophet continued to proclaim his Lord's message as the inspirations came to his pure, receptive heart. They replied scornfully, O Hud, you have not brought us clear evidence, and we are not ones to leave our gods on your say-so, nor are we believers in you. We only say that some of our gods have possessed you with evil. Appalled at their suggestion that their imaginary deities might have power over his mind or anything else in existence, Hud took a decisive stand and declared, Indeed, I call Allah to witness and witness yourself that I am free from whatever you associate with Allah other than Him. So plot against me altogether and do not give me respite. Indeed, I have relied upon Allah, my Lord and your Lord. There is no creature but that He holds its forelock. Indeed, my Lord is on a path that is straight. This is Quran, chapter number 11, verse 54 to 56. He added, I have already conveyed that which I was sent to you.
my Lord will give such succession to a people other than you, and you will not harm him at all. Indeed, my Lord is over all things guardian. The ayat continued to deny and oppose Hud arrogantly rejecting the guidance that Allah was sending them. Hud preached patiently. He tried every possible way of reaching to the hearts of his people, warning them of the punishment that was certain to come upon them if they continued to deny their Creator. And O oh my people, ask forgiveness of your Lord and then repent to Him. He will send rain from the sky upon you in showers and increase you in strength added to your strength. And do not turn away being criminals. Indeed, I fear for you the punishment of a terrible day. The unbelievers replied coldly, full of pride, challenging Allah Himself. It is all the same to us whether you advise or are of the advisers. This is not but the custom of the former peoples, and we are not to be punished. Who is greater than us in strength? Eventually, a few thinking, feeling individuals upon who the Islam's people accepted their Prophet's message and joined him. We have not been told how many these were. Their existence is mentioned in the Quran, Surah number 11, uh, verse 58. And when our command came, we saved Hud and those who believed in him by mercy from us, and we saved them from a harsh punishment. So now we look at the punishment. So what was that, right? Hud al-Islam and his people waited for Allah's promise. After some time, Allah sent a severe drought upon the Ayd to arouse them from their indifference to his warnings. It is said that Allah withheld rain from them for three years, and they began to suffer because of it. Their green, fertile land, well watered with canals, was becoming dead and dry, gradually turning into a wasteland, scorched by the sun. All the while, Hudal Islam had continued to preach and warn, hoping his people might take heed. But they continued to refute him with all kinds of arguments and excuses. It said in the Quran, have you come to us that we should worship Allah alone and leave what our fathers have worshipped? Then bring us what you promise us, if you should be of the truthful. Hud al-Islam replied, Already have defilement and anger fallen upon you from your Lord. Do you dispute with me concerning names you have named them, you and your fathers, for which Allah has not sent down any authority? Then wait. Indeed, I am with you among those who wait. He said, Do not worship except Allah. Indeed, I fear for you the punishment of a terrible day. His people demanded and repeated shamelessly, Have you come to delude us away from our gods? Then bring us what you promise us, if you should be of the truthful. Hud al-Islam simply replied, Knowledge of its time is only with Allah, and I convey to you that which I was sent, but I see you to be a people behaving ignorantly. His, his words meant that they were neither intelligent nor wise to understand the command is from Allah who can send them punishment when and how he wills. Nor could they read the obvious signs of his angers in the terrible drought which was draining them of their fertile productive land. As the drought continued, so did the suffering of the Ard. Allah the Most High then sent a cloud. Seeing the approaching cloud, the Ardites rejoiced, saying, This is a cloud bringing us rain. Uh, Surah number 46, verse number 24. Little did they imagine that it contained the doom that they had earlier challenged their Prophet to hasten by their taunting words. Then from that cloud, Allah sent against the Ayad a violent deadly wind, described in words that strike a chord of fear in our hearts. It said in Quran, 
Rather, it is that for which you were impatient, a wind, within it a painful punishment, destroying everything by command of its Lord. And they became so that nothing was seen of them except their dwellings. Thus do we recompense the criminal people. Indeed, we sent upon them a screaming wind on a day of continuous misfortune, extracting the people as if they were trunks of palm trees uprooted. And how severe were my punishment and warning. And as for Ard, they were destroyed by a screaming violent wind which Allah imposed upon them for seven nights and eight days in succession. So you would see the people therein fallen as they were hollow trunks of palm trees. This is from Quran, Surah 46, 54 and 69. Throughout those terrible days and nights, the wind howled and hammered at the Adite communities, snatching the people out of their well-constructed dwellings and smashing everything in its path. The wind produced such a complete destruction that it said in Quran, it left nothing of what it came upon, but that it made it like disintegrated ruins. Surah 51, verse 42. The ayat had been completely destroyed, destroying everything by command of its Lord, and they became so that nothing was seen of them except their dwellings. All those fine homes and magnificent columned palaces and temples that had been their pride and delight were destroyed and could not defend and protect them against Allah's punishment. The Ayadites had acted like blind deaf people, denying the giver of these favors, using them to oppress others, striving against their Lord's signs and revelations, rejecting his prophet. It said in Quran, and we destroyed Ayad and Tamud. And it has become clear to you from their ruined dwellings, and Shaitan had made pleasing to them their deeds and averted them from their path, and they were endowed with perception. And we had certainly established them in such as we have not established you, and we made for them hearing and vision and hearts, but their hearing and vision and hearts availed them not from anything of the punishment, when they were continually rejecting the signs of Allah, and they were enveloped by what they used to ridicule. Hud al-Islam and the believers are said to have migrated to the Hadramut valleys and lived in peace, worshipping their Lord Allah. It is said that Hud al-Islam lived for 150 years and that his grave can be found in a place called Muqala in southern Arabia. Okay, so this was Hud al-Islam and we are moving on to Prophet Saleh al-Islam which is the next prophet in Quran and I will see you in the next video. Bye.